Welcome to Satanist on Cinema. We're your hosts, Satan. <clears throat> Let me try that again. Who are we? We're your hosts, Satanist Cameron John and Reverend Campbell. Satanist on Cinema is a film review and commentary series that continually finds itself strapped to a bed by the wrists and ankles, surrounded by chanting priests who are sprinkling, hopefully, what we think is water all over our faces. You know, a regular Tuesday night, basically. Yeah. We are discussing today our top five paranormal films. Yeah. This is uh, going to be a short one, folks, because we're only talking about the good ones. So really, <laughs> we're only talking about five. Thing, or an entire subgenre. We managed to get three of the five same fucking films. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it really made me start second guessing like, well, what about these other ones that I really enjoy? And I'm just like, but they're just not as good as the top five. So how can we possibly, there's just no options. Hey, Brad, thanks for joining us in the chat. We are good looking fuckers. What's <laughs> I'm wearing a brand new shirt today. I, I thought I'd dress up for you fuckers. Oh, look at that, people. Hey, dog, thanks for joining. You're putting the pig to bed? <laughs> That's what I say, but it means a whole different thing. <laughs> whole different thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the thing is, is there's only so many top shows, and so there is inevitably going to be a bit of overlap. We just have a little bit more in this one than last one, so let's just extrapolate a little bit more than we did last time. Yeah, that's easy enough. We'll fill in a little bit of holes. Hey, Peanut Butter Toast, good to see you, man. Um, if you can't guess these, you don't like horror. <laughs> that's really what it comes uh, that to. That is pretty much the case. Because <laughs> these are all kind of on the nose, you know. Eh, what I mean, are you gonna do? My, my my number four, yeah, that's it, true. I, I I won't expect a lot of people to guess that one. Yeah. If they I'm, do, then they're my new best friend. Yeah, because that movie fucking yeah. rocks. I mean, there's so many that are so close that just edged mm -hmm. out. Like if if we could, I could have done top five honorable mentions and listed a whole bunch of <laughs> right? other really great ones. But, yeah, no, it was uh, that was actually probably the hardest place for mine. So it's like, fuck, what do I put here? I probably went through like seven before. Oh, decided on that one <laughs> yeah yeah all right well let's let's dive into it let's start with your number fifth now again these are not necessarily like fifth is the worst of the top five but that's just where we're going to start because it's a number so well i mean this one i actually did this is the okay. only one i actually did in order well i'm a fucking liar now thanks for <laughs> sorry <laughs> thanks i should for probably that. say that the rest of these that we are doing uh, they're all in order for me but hereditary mm fucking what else does there need to say I mean, other than the title like this is one of those films that i still have the guttural reactions that i did in the movie theater the first time i saw it even if it's like the 30th time i've seen it in the middle of the night while eating a thing of fucking ice cream and falling <laughs> very specific it's it's happened a couple of times <laughs> um, like, this is a beautiful fucking movie it's suspenseful um the you know, underlying witchcraft shit is fantastic. It's like, is it real? Is it not? Yeah, that's what I love so much about it is it kept you guessing until the end. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> the last like 15 minutes is just like, here, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Here's everything you wanted in the entire movie. Shove down your stupid, ungrateful throat. Yep. Uh, this is my number five as well. This is such a good film that, first of all, the score of this is i mean the score in almost all of these are just amazing and it really adds that extra element but this girl right there um who is only in it for like the first third of the film <laughs> if that spoiler yeah well I mean, if you haven't seen it by now it's your fault i know yeah, um, <laughs> if like she's not in it very much but the bit she's in it she sets up what is going to then be unraveled throughout the rest of the film and is so you you come into this thinking, oh, we know this character, and you realize, no, you don't know shit about that character because that mm -hmm. character was possessed the whole time, <laughs> and and then suddenly you start seeing the demons starting to possess the son, and you realize that it has been going since the grandma watched the birth, and it's the grandma that's been setting up this whole thing into motion, and just holy shit, this is a film where you watch it the first time, and like that first half of the movie, there's like one shocker, and then you're just like overcome with emotion. And yeah. questions, and then suddenly, like you said, that last 15 minutes is just like in your face. You have to watch it again to truly process every little foundational brick that's been put into place. Mm -hmm. And they have been. 
brilliantly if you haven't watched it yeah. several time. So, so good. Yeah, peanut butter toast. I just fucked that up for you. <laughs> you um, haven't seen it? What the <laughs> shit? If you, you haven't seen it? this, I just fucked that up for you. Oh, my God. Me. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> if you have a Prime membership, watch it immediately. Yeah. If you don't have a Prime membership, this is worth signing up for. Yeah. Like, it's... this is a fantastic fucking movie. And the cinematography is great. Like, yeah. Even in their, you know, bright, beautiful, you know, uh, Summit County, Utah fucking house, like, mansion, basically. Yeah. Like, it's so dark and so fucking spooky like it's like a cabin in the woods type of you know ambiance in the middle of rich person utah like it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy it's i didn't even really like that wasn't in the forefront of my mind when Mm -hmm. we both picked it and we both live in utah and this is a film set in utah but it doesn't explicitly show itself in the film as being in utah that's just because it has a really great aspen trees secluded feel um, so, you know, that's not why we picked it. it we picked it because well, no. it's a genuinely brilliant horror film that calls back to films like Rosemary's Baby, where mm-hmm. you, you're not really sure if there's really, you know, this occult, um, cult, occult cult, uh, no, but, <laughs> but, but it's so good. When, when this film was releasing its trailers, it was teasing it as if it was some sort of a, a mental issue type film that was a hereditary issue and it's a whole different beast when you watch it which yeah. is what i loved about it because i really thought it was going to be the mom having hang-ups about the death of her mom and holy shit is it something completely different <laughs> yeah very much so. so 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 good so i i we we gotta you know you have to watch this if you like horror films this yeah, is a absolutely. must see and i don't feel like it gets the love that it deserves because the first three-fourths of it are not as intense as that last fourth i don't know man i i gotta disagree with that like the, the fucking the scene like i'm not gonna say mm-hmm. it because there's people the that haven't seen this and to be honest we could do a, a shot for shot review of this movie and Jesus Christ! Sorry, my, okay. uh, my phone was on silent, but for some reason, we really have to listen to Demons. three inches of blood. Um, but yeah, we could do a shot-for-shot shot, uh, review of this this film, and you're still not gonna experience it. Like you, mm-hmm. everything's gonna still just blow your fucking mind. It's like just shot so have... creepy, so wonderfully creepy, and the reactions of the characters in those moments is so honest. Mm-hmm. you're just like how would you react in that car scene you know what what would yeah. how, like what the fuck just happened you know especially being stoned yeah like, I, I understood everything uh, he did like just gets home and was like nope i'm going to bed i'm not dealing going with this i am way too high for this shit like it just yeah, uh, yeah it it's made so sense. good it's so good and then like when the mom starts going to that sort of therapy session that turns into her being pulled into the cult group um, and primed uh, for priming her kids and herself for what is to come. I mean, just those last minutes where you, where you see full frontal old man and then just craziness, you know, just like chase scene that scared the shit out of me. Well, then you have an end where it did like, yeah, that's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It was it's such a good film. You have to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. And obviously you have to watch it again this season because it deserves a rewatch. Um that's yeah. actually this is tough because this is the more I think about it, this should really be higher on my list because it is that good. See, it's for me, it shows how good the other films are that this is the number five slot. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm probably gonna get some shit for my number four. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about my number four. <laughs> let's let's talk about two of your number twos. Um, what the fuck? Wait, where is number, number four? Twos? I know, you know, two, two, four. Oh where, yeah. Where the fuck is the poster for? Oh, there it is. Here we House. are. I don't fucking care what anybody <laughs> says. This is the shit. This is a movie that I watched incessantly as a child. It's even on constantly in my house. Not just me watching it. My wife watches this shit constantly, too. I love. Like, this is one that's just... Like, it's in pretty much regular rotation. 
and what's not to love it's classic 80s horror it's like true. you know you got your your random trope of you know a stranger coming into town you know, i guess it's not really a stranger but the guy comes back just you know has a fucked up experience decides he needs to move back home and then moves into a home that fucks him up even more yeah that's just you got the makeup effects you got the fucking goofy voices um random spiraling into a different dimension shit like it it's perfect i mean you've got some friends in the chat dawn is saying uh dog is saying yes it's so fantastic and you've got lazarus saying that they love this movie um what we didn't do was give reviews like the ratings systems so oh really shit. quick okay, yeah let's I'm, I'm just gonna switch back really really quick yeah. here just for the sake of everyone understanding what we're actually talking about while we're saying it yeah. um so in hereditary imdb gives it a 7.3 out of 10 stars uh, it is 89 percent um ooh, what is it 89 percent certified it's fresh certified. in rotten tomatoes and 67 percent audience yeah. score um yeah and i think that's fair now let's jump back over to house yeah. and uh now that i know where that poster oh. is so house got okay and apparently i'm back too <laughs> oh were you frozen yep oh. <laughs> it worked perfectly <laughs> yeah um house has a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb and 57 percent is that fresh rotten certified fresh i think that's rotten oh I, 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 I think it's like below 60 is rotten i i don't remember exactly i'm gonna load it really quick just to make sure yeah it is rotten 57 percent rotten and 46 percent audience score so the audience didn't even really like it yeah, Not well, they're all as fucking the... <laughs> what they Like, this is one of those movies that, I mean, okay, admittedly, the poster, like, it does not explain what the fucking movie no. is. Like, no, no. That is creepy as shit. Like, that looks like I'm going to get scared shitless and there's going to be some scary monsters. Mm. There's not. But if you like shit like what the Chiodo brothers do, then, hey, you'll love it. Yeah. It is a fun film. Like, it's, it's sort of like a callback to a an earlier time horror film is the way I see it. Like, it's a different approach to horror. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Um, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about with this one? No, I mean, there's not really much to talk about. <laughs> it's just great. Like, go watch it. Just, It's one of those movies that it's like chicken noodle soup for the soul. Mm -hmm. It's just fun, cheesy, and just hits all the, the right you know, buttons yeah. to just make it go like, ah, I feel satisfied that I watched something. Dog is saying it's got so many cool people in it. Everyone from Norm to the great American hero guy. That is fucking true. I remember watching that TV series. All right. This is my number four. And, uh, oh, motherfucker, where'd it go? <laughs> what? These posters, I don't understand how they can, like, jump around in my screen. Here it is. Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Um, yeah, it's okay. So this oh, is hello. a... What? Uh, what? It's okay. This is one of the classics. It's okay, is what you said. <laughs> you should stab your eyes out. Um, so this got a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It is 95% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, with the uh, audience saying it's 89% gold. This is a remake of the original Evil Dead by the same people, featuring the same people. It is a great, great horror film that took the idea of a haunted cabin in the woods and elevated it to heroic proportions spawning yeah. sequels and tv series sequels and remake and inspiring everyone in horror from that point forward mm -hmm. we're talking the greatest of the greatest lines um this is just such a good fucking film it makes me feel happy and you get to feel happy and laugh and get a little bit scared while someone gets raped by a tree yeah which is fucking awesome like, I mean, there needs to be more tree rapes i want to get just raped by a tree after having watched it it didn't look <laughs> comfortable but that doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy it no i mean it, it, whatever you're getting touched so <laughs> that's good enough for me get. the camera work alone is worth the price of admission like yeah. these and these guys didn't have steady cams they ran <laughs> yeah no they not only that like they invented mechanisms to get certain shots like that one that's like synonymous with sam raimi mm -hmm. the really low angle shot where it's just fucking cruising like they yeah. built a rig to put on a fucking motorcycle so cool. because they had no idea how to do anything and they actually ended up taking apart the camera because the camera that they were using 
had a clearance of about like that underneath so they had to take the shit apart to make it smaller like genius fucking genius yeah i i love this film so much i mean the idea of burying your girlfriend uh and then her coming back you chopping off your own hand because it's alive on its own accord because it's possessed by devils it, it's the necronomicon for fuck's sake in film form that's not dry and you know arguably uh over gloomified as a lovecraft uh created it like this is in putting life and vigor into the idea of demons who want to take over humanity and it's just they're they have fun doing it they turn you against each other they're convinced that you, you know they're telling you you're going to be dead we're, we're gonna swallow your fucking soul I mean, there's just so many great scenes and shots in this, and special effects are fucking just gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, Even the rip scene, or the rip scene, like, I don't give a shit. I still see it and go, ha, 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 like, it doesn't take me out of the movie. Yeah. No, I I, I just love it all so much. It's such a good film. Um, it's, it's a must-watch. But I would say this isn't a must-watch Halloween film. This is a must-watch any time of the year film. Like, this oh, is absolutely. just one of those you have to turn on and have fun. Um, and if, and it has Bruce Campbell, of course, we cannot forget that dog. <laughs> he, yeah, he's amazing. All hell the Absolutely. King. He's so amazing in this. I watched the entire Briscoe County junior series and bought it and it's not good. That's how good Bruce Campbell is. <laughs> You've seen my name is Bruce, right? Um, the documentary about him. No, no, it's not a documentary. Oh, really? No. Oh, I thought it was. No, it's, no, it's uh, him being a hack actor, but himself. Oh, wow. Just, and he actually has to save a town. Anyway, whatever. I won't go off on that, but you should watch it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. I, I would say any Bruce Campbell fans out there, Bubba Hotep. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's all I'm Anybody, saying. okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was one I wanted to put on one of these lists so fucking bad, yeah. but I didn't know where to put it, and yeah. honestly, that needs to be an episode in and of itself. I think you're right. We got to do a commentary on that one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to steep in Bubba Hotep for a while. Yeah. And then cry because no Bubba knows Ferrati. I know. Fucking Hollywood. What are you doing? Honestly. Mm. All right. We got to call Hollywood. Uh, let's do it after the show. Let's do your <laughs> yes. number three. All right. My I'm, number I'm three. glad about this. This is one that I, I'm just going to start off with how it was uh, like the tagline on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. This is a so-so remake of a so-so movie. And fuck everybody criminal. that says that. I love the original. It's a great movie. It's a classic. This is fucking better. I love this movie. The, the acting alone is fantastic. Like, Ryan Reynolds transforms himself completely. Oh, yeah. And, like, if you don't feel the emotions that he's feeling when you're watching it, you're not watching the fucking movie. He is fantastic. And it's just yeah, so this good. And it oh my god, it new delves Ryan into Reynolds. the the lore, like more of the lore yeah. of like Indian shit. It's fucking great. Mm. Lazarus, you've never seen it? Jesus, you gotta see it, dude. Like it's seriously It's really like, good. It's, it's a remake. Okay, ooh, we all hate remakes. Yeah, whatever. This is fucking worth it. This it's, is the remake Amityville Horror deserved, not all of the remakes yeah. it got. Yeah, not all the sequels. Yeah, but. sequels. Yeah, <laughs> it has so many shitty sequels. I think it has other remakes too. If I'm, like, um, I think there's like some loose oh. remakes or yeah. reimaginings. But yeah, no, this it, is. It's so good. It is so good. Ah, when he tells his like son-in-law, I guess it would be to put the log up and hold it while he's oh chopping my wood. God. Fuck. Yeah, that <laughs> shit still makes my butthole pucker every time that scene happens. And the chemistry he has with uh, the, the female actor that plays his wife, they have such great chemistry. This is not Ryan Reynolds, like, slapsticky telling jokes. This no, is Ryan Reynolds. That's like, the crazy thing, because I went from seeing um, Van Wilder to <laughs> this. Like, I went into this movie. I didn't even want to go see this. I saw this shit in theaters. I only went because my ex wanted to go. And I'm like, oh, whatever, we'll see how this goes, fucking Van Wilder. <laughs> I was the one that I'm just sitting there like this watching it the whole fucking time. So goddamn good. Yeah, it's it's such a good, good remake. 
And it's mm-hmm. so genuinely scary. Yeah. And that babysitter sequence, oh my gosh, I want a babysitter like that so bad. Oh, oh yeah, there's that too. But you're talking about the fingering. <laughs> oh, that. the fingering is awesome. First of all, yeah. if you're ever going to finger a ghost, finger it like that, because that was just Absolutely. too cool. <laughs> that was awesome. So, so was, good. <sighs> I don't know how people don't like this. Like, I, I honestly think, well, actually, you know what? I disagree with this because like I said, I went into this not wanting to like it. I just went because I wanted to go see a fucking movie, but it was just so good. I lent this to a friend and they couldn't finish watching it because it was so scary. That's awesome. Like they could not finish watching the film. Like that never happens to me. I've I don't even know what that means, but they got so scared. They had to turn it off, take it out of the DVD player, put it aside and give it back to me. That sums up this film. Yeah. Like, it is truly scary as shit. Like, it it's... Really oh, my God. Like, it's funny. Actually, that same time when I went and saw it with my ex, we ended, I ended up scaring the living shit out of her afterwards because she's all like, oh, no, it wasn't that scary, but you could tell she was a little scary. <laughs> yeah. So, getting in my car to um, take off, and she's like, why do you look in the back seat? I'm like, why the fuck am I looking in the back seat? Just, just look in the back seat for me. Fine, whatever. So I slowly walk over there all begrudgingly and shit. She's following me like really close the whole time. And I slowly start to lean down. She's starting to lean down with me. And I fucking jump in there and just start screaming. It was hilarious. I swear to God, she almost pissed herself. That's how scary this movie is. That's funny. (laughs) It'll make you pee your pants. Um, This got a 23% rotten on Tomatoes. And only a 52% audience score. Uh, yeah, this is the one with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't understand. I don't mm. understand. Because what I watched was much better than those ratings. Yeah. It's like there's not anything bad about this film. Like, I honestly think the only thing is because it's a remake. And at this point in time, um, this is, what, 2004, 2005? Um at this point, I mean, we're five years into the remake boom. Everybody's fucking sick of it. Yeah. So I understand that. But, like, this is one of the the gems. Like, yeah. that, My Bloody Valentine, like, those are the best of the remakes, as far as I'm concerned. I haven't seen that remake yet. I just remember the original. It's, it's well, which original? The 80s one or the the earlier one? Um, I think it was like, the 70s one. The, like, the late 70s one. Okay. I thought that there was only one original. What do you, I don't no, there's there's two. Huh. It's a remake from a, like a, I think it was like a '50s or '60s film. Oh no, this was very '70s that I watched. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else you wanted to talk about with Amityville Horror? Watch it if you haven't seen it. Here, here. Fucking don't listen to anybody. Like, well, besides me and Adam. <laughs> Definitely listen to us, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna move from one house to another house because oh, my yeah. number three is. Poltergeist. Okay. Oh my gosh. Just, okay, we were talking about relationship between husband and wife in Amityville Horror. The relationship between husband and wife in this film is fucking magical. They have a relationship dynamic that is what every married person should strive for. It is beautiful. It's hilarious. It's They don't take each other too seriously. And the chemistry on screen with them two, when they're giggling next door, swatting mosquitoes, asking their neighbor if they experienced anything weird, and the neighbor's just eating fucking chili. <laughs> like, it is so goddamn good. But I don't want to bury the fucking lead because this young lady right here who had a tragic death, but um, she's amazing in this film. She'd never acted before. They literally spotted her at a mall and said, you're going to be in my film. And she did it. And she did so good. And we got to see. Now, again, I don't know if I like them, but I don't know if everyone's going to think that the special effects stand up. These are very much Raiders of the Lost Ark feel of special effects, visual effects. This is fucking ILM. Yeah. I mean, but it's again, it is dated. You can't. It's dated. But I don't know. I would argue to anybody that thinks this shit's dated to look up uh, the video um, sorry this is a tangent uh, what is it uh, Become the Storm or Nightmare by Galacticon they use all the same effects oh really all the same effects that they used in Poltergeist and I mean this is something that came out two fucking years ago huh. and it works like it's it's not dated it's mm-hmm. just 
outdated in a sense. <laughs> yeah. But still works, damn it. But I mean, this film works so well because it takes the core of a very strong family bond, mm. rips a piece of it out, and then sees how the rest of the family unit reacts. And it is heartbreaking when she is trapped and moves down the stairs running away from something and runs right through the mom and she's just smelling her on her clothes and crying and i'm sitting there staring at it like i'm not crying this is, i'm not <laughs> crying like this this show gets me this film gets me so much it is such a beautiful film and it's it's a film that i watch with my entire family and everyone has a good time it yeah. it's scary enough without going overboard um to you know for kids so that they can still watch it um they don't necessarily get the adult commentary in it but it's there for the adults to enjoy and you know just that scene of of the guy coming over and then raiding their fridge and then ripping his face off i mean <laughs> that's pretty awesome yeah oh gosh this whole film is just so beautiful and like <sighs> there's so many good parts i, I just want to say one more uh, at the very oh, end yeah. when they're trying to escape and get all the kids out of the house and stuff. And the mom slips down into the pool that's being built. And the coffins come up and start opening. And the skeletons come out. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like, there's no like blood and gore. But it's fucking terrifying. It's to be. So good. Yeah. So goddamn good. Alright, so this got a uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 86% certified fresh with a 79% audience score. I think it's better than all of that. Yeah, this is a gold I, movie, gold this standard. Is, this is like, and it's yeah, so clown. crazy too to think that this is the same guy that made Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Like people think this is like, Steven oh. Spielberg who did this. He, it's not. He was an executive no, producer, producer. But the only thing he did was fucking. Um, he did pickup shots. Yeah, that was it. Like he, he kind of shot second unit, mm. but everything else like was all Toby Hooper, like. Yeah everything and watching other toby hooper films like you can see his voice i mean yeah it's very much of the time like it is an amblin-esque film like mm -hmm. it's got that feel to it but it's very much toby hooper yeah yeah uh it's beautiful it's entertaining mm. it's great you have to watch it Poor yeah guys. all right so that was my number three your number two and my number one are the same <laughs> so let's do your number yes. two the fucking shining Dun, not, dun, not the Mick Younger Shining, the Stanley Kubrick Shining. Yes, because this is just one of the best movies ever made. Visually stunning, acting is superb. Like, there's not a single bad thing about this movie, yep. and it spawned bonkers ass documentaries that are equally as good. Like, I yep. watched Room Two Thirty Seven a lot. Yeah, I've seen it twice like, so far. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's usually one that I will watch. Like, it's another one of those ones that I will keep on in the background. And then, inevitably, it's like, well, fuck, I watched that. Now I gotta watch The Shining. <laughs> I love the behind-the-scenes footage. Um, <laughs> like, the making of documentaries and stuff that comes with purchasing this. Um, as much as I loved that documentary. <laughs> like, seeing Jack Nicholson behind the scenes working on his <gasps> lines and stuff is just amazing. You're not a Shining fan? Have you seen it? What? Who said that? Oh, I'm going to kick you out of my goddamn feed, this series. Oh, no. He's Let me guess. One. really like the... Who said um, that? I need to shame. <laughs> no, I get it. And I, I've had arguments with people because i got some friends that don't see the appeal of this movie. Um, Dog? <laughs> I'm right. What the actual fuck? But it's like, I, I don't... Like, I don't understand how to explain to people how much I love this movie and why it is so important because so the last person I was talking to about it and I'm going to throw his ass under the bus I won't say who it is but bus is there and he's going under um, everything that you want in a movie is in this movie and done so fucking well it like it just destroys me like this is like <laughs> Stanley Kubrick is like the Beatles of horror. Like, it's just I like that. so amazing. Yeah. Everything is gold. I mean, I fucking hate the Beatles, but I understand the reference of the Beatles to whatever. Mm. Um, just everything's amazing. The fucking cinematography, the set, the ambiance, like, 
every single thing about this movie is perfect. So much so that I'm tattooing my entire fucking arm as just a fucking carpet pattern. pattern like a the carpet. <laughs> I'm going to ride my big wheel on your arm. I fucking dare you. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Do it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, first of all, this is, if, let's just say for argument's sake, if a filmmaker made Stephen King's The Shining, the novel, shot for shot, page by page, it would be amazing. But oh, to do it one better? The no. way that I think Kubrick did, I mean. So you, you still haven't seen the Mick Harris version, right? No. It, it is literally that. And I fucking love Mick Harris. I do. And the actors in it are amazing actors that I love in other things. It is not good. Really? But it, okay, but is it not good because of the director and uh, actors, or is it not good because it's just the story being retold? I honestly, I think it's the story being retold. Oh, but really? it's like it, it's just it's a shot-for-shot shot remake of the book. Yeah. But there's so much that they have to take out of the book because it's a it was a made-for-TV like it was a miniseries. Yeah. Um, just like the the it was. Um, so there's a lot of stuff they had to take out, but man, it just, it feels just so forced mm -hmm. and on the nose that it's just not right. Like, I love this story. Like this yeah. is definitely one of my favorite books. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, you know, pretty much worlds apart from the book, but it's just like, this is a movie that I will never turn off if it's on. Yeah. And I will stay up if it's on. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those where you have to, like, as soon as you hear the music or you see any scene, just a, a frame, you know exactly what you're going to be watching for the next X amount of time until it's done. Because you can't, you can't not watch Jack Nicholson or Shelley Long or whoever the fuck plays Danny Torrance <laughs> or Dick Halloran. Like, you can't not watch them. They are so good. And again, you know, we're, we're saying it over and over again. The cinematography is... Wait, I'm going to stop you right there really quick. Lazarus, have you seen... Um, oh, God damn it. What is it? How did I forget? Maximum Overdrive? Clearly, he's a fucking filmmaker. Because <laughs> if you want something done right, you do it yourself. He's going to scare the shit out of you. That was pretty fun. We just read the short story of that in the book club. <laughs> like last week, I think. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this is this is a must watch. Uh, if you don't like it, don't come to my house. <laughs> You're not welcome. I'm just kidding. I'm playing, dog. If you don't like it, it's okay. I just don't. I like you that much less. <laughs> um, it's not that we don't like you; it's that we don't approve of your choices. That's true. That's very true. All right? Yeah, we got to improve on your tastes. Yeah. But this is funny because our number one and two are flip flopped. Mm -hmm. So let's go to uh, your number one and my number two next. One of my favorite movies, top three favorite movies, not Where's counting Star Wars. Poster? There it is. The fucking Exorcist. <sighs> say about it. It's I mean, just amazing. It's a terrifying, terrifying, to this day, terrifying film. Mm -hmm. um, Captain Howdy is just uh, kind of like a, a terror and a dream of mine. <laughs> I love, I just love the name. I, I love that it was, you know, D. Snyder stole it uh, for okay. his Strangeland. Uh, the Exorcist gives us so many iconic images of what possession is that any film ever made before and after is compared to this one when it has the subject involved. Yeah. Um, and you can't help it because this is the pinnacle. No one will ever do better than this. It's mm -hmm. that good. Yeah, no. Well, and not only that, just like the fucking, um, like the following that it had when it first came out, like it, it wasn't supposed to do as well as it did. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be just a fucking throwaway movie. And it just took the world by storm. Like mm -hmm. just, I mean, what isn't there to love about it? I, the relationship between Reagan and her mom is so heartwarming mm -hmm. to watch her mom's descent from a loving, supportive single mother who's also a, a working mother mm -hmm. to frenzied out of her wits, like just 
desperate to get any help of any kind. And then in the middle of that, to have this amazing scene of the police officer coming over and asking for another cup of coffee while she is barely crack keeping a hold on reality and her sanity. Yeah. I, that is such a brilliant fucking scene. They're playing off of each other so wonderfully. And you can feel the the frenzy and the loss and the like the lack of hope in the mother's uh, behavior in her actions anytime she's on screen and that i i honestly think hey, dog just wait that's all i'm gonna say oh okay <laughs> i was trying to see what you're talking about um i love this film i love it more now that I've seen it like 25, 30 times than I did the first few times I watched it. Because there's so much more to pick up on. Honestly, if you've watched this and you're like, oh, it's a you know, scary Catholic possession film and that's fun. Okay, but then rewatch it as a character study in mother-daughter relationships. Oh, yeah. It's a whole different film. Look at it as a character study between a cop who just wants a fucking friend and a priest who is just not good enough to be able to take care of his mother in the way that he feels like she deserves. Like this film has character oozing out of every oh, yeah. pore. It's it, and you don't, you don't really appreciate it on the first few watches because you're focused on the possession, but that is just the inciting incident surrounding the possession is just beauty in character design. Oh yeah! Fuck, this it, is a good film. It, it's insane how much story they can pack into a single film that doesn't feel rushed at all. Yep. Like everybody has a clear narrative, a clear backstory, and you know everything you need, need to know about him. And it's just—it's it, insane that they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! If you haven't seen it recently, please do yourself a favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's a great favor. film too because, like, seeing it. So, for instance, like, when I first saw it, it was, uh, like, uh, this was the last movie that actually scared the living shit out of me. Because I watched this shit as a kid. Like, you know, grew up watching <laughs> some of and stuff. But this yes. yeah. fucking <laughs> destroyed me. Like, fucked me up oh, for dude. days. Yeah. And now this is, like, you know, I try to catch that dragon that this gave me. <laughs> it's just... It, it is. Fuck, it's so good. chasing the dragon for sure, dude. Um, I remember watching this the first time with my son. And as soon as Reagan came walking down the stairs upside down and backwards, he got up. He's like, I'm done. And walked the fuck out. <laughs> that was the last straw. He could not handle it anymore. And it, like my heart was with him. I'm like, yeah, it's scary. I get it. That totally makes sense. It was. I, I remember the scene that fucked me up as a kid. Because like when I first watched this, this was still when, you know, the parents were still trying to do their proper brainwashing shit. <laughs> making me religious. Fools. And when she starts masturbating with the crucifix, that fucked me Fuck up Jesus. so much. Fuck Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's so the part good. where I, I paused right before and we made, uh, we like put our hands over my daughter's eyes and ears. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to have my daughter watch that. You know, that's, she's going to have to come on into that on her own. Oh my God. Can you imagine that being when you have to have the masturbation talk? Oh my gosh. That would be awful. <laughs> Don't use wood. <laughs> Let's talk use about splinters. Wood. Make sure that you're gentle. <laughs> Don't just ram it in uh, like that. You know, the blood. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. It's rough when you have kids and to watch that scene because it, it, it brings a whole different awareness in your mind that I don't think you should have while you're actually watching it because you're supposed to be in the moment horrified and rightly so but Wait, to then it, have like in my mind going my daughter's gonna see this fucking nose pause it stop don't <laughs> like <ugh. laughs> i can't believe of all the shit that amc edited that part out like that's, that's what uh, missouri's saying that they edited that out i didn't think they edited most movies that's fucking stupid they didn't show it he says all right well fuck them stupid fuck amc even though that's all we have on this time of year <laughs> we you should own this like everyone should own this like honestly, that's true. That is true. I had the I had the VHS. I I think there was a special edition VHS that was released. Uh, it was a re-released in theaters, um, so I had to buy it again on DVD, and then I bought it digitally. Like this is uh, like a multiple own film for me. 
honestly, in the entire series, with the exception of the TV version of Beginnings, I forget what the hell it was called. I always mix the two up. Um, the the theatrical one was great because we get the beginnings of Pazuzu like right before yeah. um, this movie takes place. The made for TV one was fucking awful, but everything's great. And like, even, like the third film, like that's one of the scariest cinematic moments there is. Like in the the hospital in that hallway scene, where it's just that's a kid. oh, dude, it holds up so fucking well. It is watch it again. like. This franchise period is just fantastic. Yeah. That's why it had to be my number one, because it's just perfect in every way. I'm not going to shame you for that, man. It is a brilliant film. All right, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Honorable Moment. I thought we were going to be... We're gushing. That's why this is going <laughs> long, because... Yeah, holy shit, we're, uh, we're already... We're 40 old. minutes. We were like, we have three of the same films. This is going to be like a 20-minute episode, but... Yeah. No, we'll do 20 minutes on this alone. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, all right. Your... First, right. your honorable mention. So my honorable mention, this was a difficult one because I've got a few. Um, but St. Francisville Experiments, it's just, it's fun as shit. Um, it's actually, I want to say, besides, you know, the obvious of the Blair Witch Project, like this is my first found footage film that I ever saw. Um, and I think uh, part of the reason why it resonates so well with me is at this point in time when I saw it, uh, me and a lot of my friends were doing a lot of paranormal investigations, oh, fun. <clears throat> aka breaking and entering. Um, <laughs> and uh, it just it it holds up so well with that idea of going with your friends and exploring a haunted place um, because it's it's a mockumentary about uh, a southern plantation home and it being haunted, and you know group of friends goes through investigates all that shit, and it's just great. Like, it's, it's scary as shit. It's what you would hope for a haunted house-esque movie. Um, I mean, if you don't like the found footage, hmm. like, whole genre, you're not going to like it. It's it's one of the very early on ones. But it's it's one I can't help but enjoy. Like, I've owned probably about two or three different copies of it. Oh, wow, like, really? Yeah. So, not enough uh, experts have reviewed this to have a tomato <laughs> no. meter score on it yet. It's got 47% audience score, uh, which is not positive. It's got a 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Why do you which, think? Yeah, which, again, I, I understand. Because, um, I mean, this, if I remember correctly, it was sort of one of those directed video uh, releases. Ah. So it makes sense there wouldn't be, like, a professional rating or anything like that. And for the audience score and the IMDb score, I get it. Like, if you don't like found footage films, you're not going to like it. Like, just plain and simple. Um, the one thing I do like really think a lot of people should watch this over is um, a lot of the uh, practical scenes with, um, you know, uh, quick changes in the house. Um, like if anybody's ever watched behind the scenes of uh, Sunshine on a Spotless Mind, they used a lot of those same tricks uh, with because it was a very small crew, if I remember correctly. Mm. Uh, so like the slamming the doors and all that shit and immediately going in, they had to hide people fast so it's it's oh, cool. the the technical aspect of it i really appreciate and i think a lot of people should watch just for that nice well i'm gonna have to check it out because i don't remember seeing it at all but yeah i may have i don't have you know you watch so many films and, and mm -hmm. stuff starts to blend together yeah. um okay so my uh my honorable mention i i feel like i had to bring this up uh because it is in my opinion such a good film the Blair Witch Project. Uh, I was stationed in uh, Mannheim, Germany when this came out, and it had such a good online um, advertising campaign that everyone believed that it was real. Like, it was just until it came out in theaters, people thought it was real. That's how good it was. Um, and then when you saw it in the theaters, while you were watching it, you believed it was absolutely real. And I, I think the actors are new enough to acting that it felt like it could be real. The way that the, um, the crew actually scared the shit, like genuinely scared the shit out of the actors because the actors didn't know what was going to happen when they went to bed at night. Mm -hmm. The crew just came out and told them, hey, uh, you, know, you need to record everything whenever you wake up. And so they would flick on their cameras and start recording first-person views of each other <laughs> as 
they were out in the woods just running around making sounds. And so everything that they're reacting to, they're really reacting to. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. And when that first guy goes missing, and then she finds this little bundle of sticks that she opens up and finds his teeth in, holy shit, that was terrifying. Because up until that point, it was pure suspense. And, you know, some of it was fun and jovial and a little bit, you know, just started getting on your nerves. And you're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. What, you know, I, you don't actually see a witch. That's how fucking good it was. Oh, fuck. It was so good. I loved it. I thought it was real until I watched it. And I realized it wasn't real, but I still was able to do the suspension of disbelief that I do for every horror film. And it is one that I still watch to this day. And I still get freaked out on just the right points. And it's one thing that, that we see nowadays, which before that I had never seen anywhere. And it's, you see the hanging stick figures everywhere in the woods. Now in almost like every horror film, there's some sort of witchy presence. There's going to be sticks out there, like shaped like people. But this started that. Like, it didn't fucking exist before that. And they didn't even have to show an, an antagonist at all. It was all in the mythology. It was all in the characters' reactions and in their heads. And that was good enough. And in the settings. Oh, so, so Fun good. fact about those stick figure things, since you've seen Holliston now, you know the dick and balls from the Holliston Hobgoblin episode? Or did you see that one? I don't think I saw that one yet. Oh. Well, you need to. But, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Same guy that uh, made the stick figures for the Blair, uh, the Blair Witch Project did the dick and balls for Holliston. Oh, really? Yeah. I and like I actually little... got a death certificate from him. Oh, shit. All right. All right. I dig that, man. I dig that. That's all we have. <laughs> Those are our top. Okay, so let's, let's run through really quick. Just want to list your top five um, okay. for everyone. All right. So starting with, you know, from honorable mention of, uh, you know, St. Francisville Experiments, Hereditary House, fucking see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, Amityville Horror, the remake, because I just think it's better. Um, the Shining, then The Exorcist. All right, and mine are uh, honorable mention of The Blair Witch Project. Number five is Hereditary, then Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, Poltergeist, The Exorcist, and The Shining. These are our paranormal top five films for this holiday season and life in general. So check them out. They're definitely worth your goddamn time. So Yeah, yeah, every single one of them. This has been a great chat room. Yeah. You guys are God. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still blown away that somebody likes Blair Witch 2 like me. Like, I fucking love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I like you this much less. Like, I got shit going to Blockbuster and picking it up because they're like, <laughs> wait, why do you want to watch this? like because it's awesome yeah no, it's not it sucks you fucking suck yeah so there's this place called blockbuster people it rented video vhs <laughs> videos they you they were like little bricks that you put into brick machines i know it's all digital now and there's no anything anymore but <laughs> those it's were like red box but you can go inside and spend more <laughs> it's true yeah I, I remember when they went on sale with sale with their videos and stuff i would pick up so many horror films oh yeah this is dude great. i that's how the wife and I pretty much bulked up our collection was when them and Hollywood video were going out of stock. Yeah. Cause for some reason, all the really cool films, nobody wanted. It's funny watching clerks, uh, when he's like, Hey, I need to go to the video store to, to pick up a movie. He's like getting all pissed off. He's like, because you work in a video store. And he's like, yeah, but I work in a shitty video store. I want to go to a good video store to get a good movie. That was the difference, in my opinion, between Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video was the good video store. In, like, the one near my place was yeah, so huge. With yeah. the aisles of selections, whereas Blockbuster was just a building with a perimeter of films oh. and a couple aisles, and that was it. Yeah, no, Calypso agrees. Hollywood Video is right. better. Hollywood yeah. Video is badass. And the magic of VHS, I think it's lost on, it's it's similar to the magic of uh, a record uh, case and like a DVD or VHS cover, right? So the record yeah. case was traditionally art directed. Like it was, it, was, it was created beautifully so that you could sit and stare at it while you listen to the music. The VHS cover, you were supposed to be attracted to that on a aisle of VHS 
and then mm-hmm. just zero in and just hold it and look at it. And that helped you decide. You were like looking at the cover, examining the back and front and really checking it out. And like, that's, it was an art form. <laughs> like they Absolutely. did, they did some amazing things with those covers. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, that's why I still buy tapes at this point. I mean, I have my v, uh, VCR so I could actually watch them, but it's just like you get the art on it yeah. in a way that you don't with most films. I mean, still books kind of because a lot of them do like the full wrap, mm-hmm. but it's just not the same as like an actual bulky box cover. Yeah. It's got to be nostalgia because there's no way it's actually better than any other form, but I no, it's no. so great. That's the difference between VHS and records. Like records, that's how you need to fucking listen to music. Yeah. Like a good set of headphones, brand new crisp needle and just experience it. VHS, no, it's nostalgia. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um I've got to get ready for another show I'm having here in just a minute. So uh, we're going to end it there. I really do appreciate you guys tuning up in chat uh, or coming in and and chiming in in chat. It makes this so much more exciting for us. And then we get to find out which one of you suck (laughs) and which one of you we like based on your reactions. That's why we do this. We just need to know who we're going to talk. True. This is filtering out for our (laughs) our later um, sex orgies Mm -hmm. while we're watching Monster Squad. Fuck yeah! <laughs> All right, have a great day, everyone. Until next time, uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan. This is our outro video. We got no more shit in. in. But uh, but yeah, I, I got I got nothing. I want to do the Great American Hero. So theme. beta or VHS? Like everybody knows, beta was better. Like the fidelity was so much better. But VHS is the way that the industry went because of porno. I'm not going to disapprove of that. I think I'm